This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotatonetwork.com. Watching television, watching television. Watching television, watching television. I need all the image, I need all the sound. I know the info right into my mind. Hey everybody, welcome back to Trial by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch. I'm Elizabeth Lynch. And I was wondering... Yes. Do you have a recipe for the perfect smoothie? <laughs> I'm also curious what your line was going to be. I didn't have one. Okay, I was, good. I was just delving right into the show this week. Oh. But let's get sidetracked about smoothies. Yeah. I assume you're alluding to the very first scene in the show. Mm-hmm. I'm not alluding to like the last time we just talked about my juice diet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it starts with like an artsy, quote unquote, scene, like looking down into a blender as a smoothie gets like going. Like a very beautifully shot action. Oh, it was sexy. It was a very sexy smoothie. I was rock hard watching that banana get Because out. you, because every day you make a smoothie of bananas. I mean, it's always on the grocery list. Gotta mm-hmm. make sure you got your bananas. And lately... You've been, you know, depends what we have, but lately it's been like dragon fruit, passion fruit, jackfruit. Yeah. Or some combination thereof. Some combination there. Or like mango peaches, pineapple. Yeah. Whatever's in the in the freezer, basically. But like those are the ones. And some spinach and kale and... I'm just saying those are the fruits. <laughs> yeah. And that you... I just don't want people to think I'm just drinking sugar, <laughs> sugar smoothies well, every, every day. Well, you are. You just put a little bit of spinach in them. It's I put a like, lot of spinach in it. All right. It's like a green smoothie. <laughs> I mean, I just ate an ice cream cone. I was going to say, are you done with your late night ice cream cone right before we... Uh, it go? was very tiny. It's a mini ice cream cone. So <laughs> Elizabeth, for whatever reason, really, really wanted cones for the pint of ice cream we had left over from having guests. I have a question and- like... Have we ever purchased cones in the entirety of our marriage? I don't know. I don't think so. Which is why I thought it was so strange that you were like, I need to have fucking cones. Yeah. And you talked about it for days and then finally (laughs) brought home a box of cones. (laughs) And I hadn't had one for yet. And I went in to get one and I was like, what the fuck are these little tiny cones? I mean, they're like two inches tall. They're two inches tall. But then I had like six of them <laughs> and I was like, oh, these are delicious. I literally poured sprinkles into a bowl and just like dipped every bite of my ice cream in sprinkles. <laughs> That's genius. Yeah, it was fantastic. I was, I've never been so proud of myself. Oh, why didn't you tell me? I just ate that and you let me eat most of my ice cream cone without sprinkles? <laughs> I only had the first bite in sprinkles. <laughs> Well, I made them the other night with Billy when you were out. We like watched a movie and had ice cream cones, and like, mm, yeah, I ended up letting him have three because there were like three flavors of <laughs> ice cream in the box. Well, so of course he didn't eat the chicken of his dinner tonight, and so he saw me making a little ice cream cone, and he's like, "Oh, what are you doing?" <laughs> and I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "You tell me first. This kid could be on the 
complete opposite end of the house and he just hears like it's like he knows he hears a crinkle or a cabinet open what do you have there what is that and he makes like a beeline <laughs> and so he asked for ice cream and i said okay go take a couple more bites of your dinner and i will make you one he goes okay i want all three flavors chocolate vanilla strawberry i was like okay fine <laughs> so i like scoop it carefully i make sure to get all three flavors in there and i give it to him i was like okay there's all three in there he goes no i meant <laughs> three ice cream cones <laughs> one with each flavor and now i know why that's why <laughs> he did not because get that you can't do something with him once and like right. devi- then deviate from it like then that's the way we do it yes <sighs> anyway he also really likes the smoothies that you make yeah and uh we're smoothie butts but here's my question what the fuck are they putting in those smoothies mm. Mm. All right, let's get into the show. What are we watching? We're talking about Nine Perfect Strangers, a new thriller, maybe, on Hulu. We'll see. I guess that remains to be seen. Drama slash thriller. It is based on a book. By Leanne Moriarty. Who also wrote. Big Little Lies. Mm -hmm. Also starring. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. I guess we're just going to. Talk like this the whole time. And finish. Each other's sentences. (laughs) God, this is probably so obnoxious. Uh, no, they love it. My mom's going to love this one. I'm going to tell her to listen to this one. No, don't. I talked about being rock hard watching a, a smoothie. <laughs> I'm going to tell She called us today to tell us how much she liked the podcast because she listens to it when she can't sleep at night. And I was like, oh, puts you right to sleep? And she's like, no. Um, but she did compliment us on not saying the F word so much anymore. Also... Listener poll, okay? We want you guys to weigh in on this. She Paul? called us basically to correct us on the pronunciation of a word. And we think she's wrong, but we don't want to say it to her because we're scared. No, I... <laughs> so, we were talking about Mayor of Easttown saying how it was so dour. Mayor's character was so dour. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's not pronounced dour. It's pronounced dour. It's pronounced dour. And I said... Mom, are you sure you're not just doing a Delco accent right now? <laughs> and she got a kick out of that. But also, like, I think she's wrong. And I'm pretty sure I've I, heard her say dour before. Well, not only am I 100% sure she's wrong, it's definitely dour. I googled a bunch of translation websites and, like, um, pronunciation websites. And they all said dour. Yeah. And I texted her a link and she replied, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only reply I got. So... <laughs> Just so you know, Mom, I told him to text you the link. He was. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. That was really funny. But anyway, sidetrack. Let's again. get into nine perfect strangers. Yes. Uh, it, it did have a good opening song and title sequence. What was the song? I don't remember the song. It was just it wasn't like a known song. It was just like a good musical piece with yeah. visuals. Um, it, it definitely had Big Little Lies feel. I was just going to say, who directed Is it the same director? Or... Some... You know what? I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I, I thought either. it was the same director or writer or something, but then when I went to research it again, all I could find was the author connection. Mm, okay. So it might have just been that that I originally saw. Okay. But it definitely still had those vibes. Yeah. So we visit Tranquillum, this spa, new age spa that's like very exclusive and secretive and there's like not even advertisements, it's all word of mouth. And 
we meet all of our main characters as they're like traveling to the spa. Yeah. So uh, Michael Shannon is one of the main characters. He's driving with his wife and teenage daughter, or actually she's 20, sorry, mm-hmm. uh, in a station wagon. And he's like super gung-ho about it. Yeah. Uh, we find out that they're getting some kind of discount because Tranquillum is so socially responsible. They always offer a discount to like, you know, one family, a session or so- something like that. Mm-hmm. Then there's a young couple. She's recording a TikTok or something, driving like a really fancy convertible. Like that character. They're like the influencer. Right. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, Melissa McCarthy's character is an author. And as she's driving there, she gets a call from her publisher or she gets a call from her agent that her publisher not only doesn't want to put out her most recent book, but it's buying her out of the rest of her contract. So they're just like, they're just like done with her. So she like has a breakdown on the side of the road, gets out of her car and starts screaming. And this guy pulls over, like, see if she's okay. And, you know, obviously right away we knew like, okay, he's going to Tranquillum too. They're right. All going. And he's like trying to see if she's okay, but is also like Being not very tactful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's another man, Lars, and a woman, Carmel. Uh, you know, not together, but they're we, we meet them as well. So they all start to arrive. They have to give up their phones. And everything about it's like the most dramatized hippie boho like wellness consultants in quotes yeah uh they you know show them around they draw blood from everyone and concoct smoothies that they're not allowed to share with the other guests because it's specially tailored to their journey yeah (laughs) but when they're like please drink all of it and don't share it i'm like okay they're putting something in these obviously right away yeah yeah like you know that i mean also because they opened it with the shot of the smoothie right. so like there's something else about this <laughs> it wasn't very subtle but like most of the people are just kind of like buying into it like they're excited to be there like, yeah. well especially carmel i wouldn't say that they're all excited to be there but they're also kind of like know what to expect and this guy lars is like super skeptical and he's like why why am I signing this? Why do you want me to draw blood? Yeah. Yeah, Carmel, I guess, was like a single mom. Yeah, that didn't seem like she was a single mom. And she was like really trying to make the most out of this trip. And every time she tries to like start a conversation with somebody and like make friends with them, they're basically just like, no. Yeah. I mean, she picked like the two worst people to try that with, I guess, in the beginning. But like... Yeah, she seems, she gets like shut down. Like she, yeah, she seems desperate to have someone talk yeah. to her and be nice to her. Yeah, <laughs> I felt bad for her, but she comes across as like super weak. I think against these two other people. Yeah. Uh, then we finally meet Masha, who runs Tranquillum, played by Nicole Kidman, and she introduces herself to Francine first, which is um, Melissa McCarthy's Melissa McCarthy's character. character. Yeah, who's she's having like a breakdown on the bed, just like crying. Yeah. And, but then we see Masha watching the others in like a little surveillance room, mm-hmm. which, you know, it's like dimly lit with like green lights or something. Yeah. I just thought it was funny that like they want to give you the impression that like she's just watching you all the time, but there's only three monitors there <laughs> for nine guests and like this giant spa and like a forest around it where people there are like... There, the screens weren't divided? No. Oh. I, I mean, maybe they were. I don't know. Yeah. 
But I thought that there was three screens with three of the people on it. Because one of the um, Michael Shannon's wife is like jogging through the woods and she like is watching her jog through the woods. (laughs) Right. Like, where do you have all these cameras? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I bet not to get too in the weeds with it, but I bet that you that you can just like hit a button and there's different views. Sure. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. But it, yeah, it it was it didn't have the impact that you wanted. It right, to have. right. That was my point. Like if you're gonna right. if you're gonna try to paint the picture of like this all seeing Masha like always watching everyone like have more than three screens in this right. like in this room with like a very unimpressive setup. Yeah. Like have a fucking wall of yeah. screens, or like have her and like two assistants there watching everybody. I don't know. Uh, so Lars, we find out he's walking through the woods on the grounds and he's smuggled a second phone in you know through his whatever apple watch and and an earpiece and he's talking about the spa with someone he's like either a journalist or he's like spying on the spa for somebody else yeah i thought he was a journalist yeah and he he meets yeah he meets up with michael shannon's daughter yeah um in the woods i mean you know not a lot happens but they meet up, you know, they all have like little pairing offs as we're, as we're meeting them yeah. and they're meeting each other and they have like little interactions with, with each other. We find out that this guy, Tony, who met Francine on the other side of the road, um, is like hiding who he is. He's like an ex something, ex athlete, ex some famous thing. Cause like someone almost recognizes oh, that's him. Right. Uh, you know, they all have like something going on in their lives. For some reason that they came to this ridiculously expensive. Right completely like elite yeah i mean like the family of three has lost someone and you know Mm -hmm. i assumed right away it was like probably one of their other kids or something even the wellness consultants we see behind the scenes like one smoking a cigarette to cope she says and she notes that it's a strange group this time yeah something's off energy's really charged yeah yeah and so they all gather for this orientation on the first night and Masha shows up and like immediately people start interrupting her and like asking her like very pointed questions. It's so fucking weird. Yeah. And she reveals she was a corporate CEO, but was shot and nearly died. And she did technically die for a minute until Manny Jacinto's character saved her. He used to be an EMT. Now he works at the spa. Right. Who played Jason Mendoza on The Good Place. And so they all gather around. (laughs) What? (laughs) <laughs> we totally blanked out on that name for a second but i'll edit that part out and so she says you know he saved me and now all of you will die and i will save you and she goes on to talk about like sacrifice and loss and chloe the 20 year old runs off as the mom curses out masha like oh we know that you know all about our history like why are you talking about this stuff yeah and then masha says something mysterious like i'm going to fuck with all of you and she does all this in like a vague Russian-ish accent right. that like fades in and out. Um, because it's Nicole Kidman. She really has to try. She can just do what she always does and like everyone <laughs> will be like, oh my God, Nicole Kidman's in another show. <laughs> I, all right, so that was that was the pilot. It ends with, with, yeah. with that dramatic line, I'm going to fuck with all of you. Right. I haven't seen a ton with Nicole Kidman in it. Like, I know she's, like, a big-name actress, and, like, a lot of people like her or don't mm-hmm. like her for whatever reasons. I really... I thought she was great in Big Little Lies. I did, too. I think she is a good actress. I am a little bit, like, tired of it, though, because I don't mm-hmm. think there's, like, an incredible amount of range. I think she's really good at what she does. I don't know. There's just something very, like, 
feel like I know what I'm going to get. Mm, okay. Um, I mean, Michael Shannon's really good. Bobby Cannavale. What is Michael Shannon in? He was in Boardwalk Empire. Oh. He's been in a bunch of stuff as like the creepy yeah. bad guy-ish. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Cannavale was also in Boardwalk Empire, Will and Grace, Master of None. He was like the ex-football player or something, I'm guessing. Oh, Will and Grace might be what I know him mm. from. Because he played um, Will's boyfriend at some point. Oh, okay. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, there are some very competent actors yeah. in the show. Like I said, I like Nicole Kim in the last thing I saw her in. I wasn't sure how I felt about this Masha character. Mm-hmm. A lot of the characters just felt like characters to me. Yeah. You know, you've got the washed up writer and the influ- the young influencers and the family unit with something tragic. Right. Like, I mean, it just all felt a little bit cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. You know, the single mom. Then you got like the mystery guy. No one really knows what's going on with him yet, even though we do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, that is kind of like big little lies too. Like, just, like, the way you're, like, introduced to everybody. Like, everyone's, like, so different. Then they hate each other, and then they like each other. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. I know I'm sounding, like, really critical about that. I think I just kind of got over it in the second season. So did I. And then, like, seeing Nicole Kidman in now this remake of another Leanne Moriarty book where I'm just kind of like, are we going to do this again? Like, it just seems so, like... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, listen, I I thought the first season of Big Little Lies was by far the superior season. Yeah. And I, even though, I mean, you're right about all the characters. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, there's this type of mom and this type of mom and this type of mom. Right. And they're all at odds, blah, blah, blah. But like, at least all of those individual characters felt real to me. Yeah, yeah. Because they all did such a good job with it. These characters didn't really feel that way. Like, I don't know. I didn't think this was like... Whoa, like awful, awful, mm-hmm. but everything just felt like a little bit stunted or like manufactured and unrealistic. There was just something about yeah. it. Yeah. I wonder if it's like the whole, like if this is one of those episodes where you like have to get it out of the way. It's called Nine Perfect Strangers. You have to introduce all of these characters, obviously, first. And maybe just something in that whole, like, introduction just feels like a little bit... Maybe. I don't know what the what the right word is. But it's like, forced. let's just get this... Yeah, a little force. Let's just get this part out of the way. Like, I don't care about any of them yet. Because you have to do so many. Well, then the pilot's you know? not doing its job. I know. Right? Yeah, I mean, I've got to be honest. Like, I'm not that excited about this show. Yeah. But I, I thought I would be. And I like... And I liked... Melissa McCarthy in this. And there's like, there's certain things where you're kind of like, ooh, I want to know about that. I wonder what's going to happen with this person. But there's also just like too many of them. Yes. There are nine of them. So it's like, it's kind of hard to like get super invested in them yet. Yeah. Um, And I'm sure that like Nicole Kidman will do an awesome job as this like crazy off her rocker 
person who's like, mm-hmm. you know, they all like have heard of her. Like I think at one point, like Melissa McCarthy, when she came in, she's like, you're her. Like, yeah, yeah. was so like in awe of her. Like no one knows who Masha is, but everyone's like heard of Masha. Yeah. But I can't say that I'm like super excited about this one. Like, I just don't know if I want to go there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you're right about introducing the characters, but to me, it felt deeper than that. It felt like the way it was written was just like overly dramatic. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It just didn't feel like realistic interactions with these people. Right. It it almost felt like I could see the script, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like anything flowed naturally, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I don't know how to describe this for everybody to, like, know what we mean, but it just, like, nothing made sense together. Like, Yeah. Yeah, like you said, the fact that there's, like, nine characters. Yeah. N- not just nine characters. There's nine guests at the spa. Right. Plus Masha, plus at least a few of the wellness consultants are going to be, like, somewhat main characters. Right. Like, we spent a lot of time with two of them in this pilot episode. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be involved somehow. So, I mean, that's yeah. a lot. <laughs> that's, yeah. a, that's a lot for a little miniseries to, like, know and care about 12-plus characters, you know? Yeah. And so far, I didn't care about any of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm. It just seems like when you have... It's disappointing when you have a show like this where it's, like, based off, like, this hit novel and you have, like, all these great names attached to it and it's, like, going to be this cool miniseries. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't... It's not, like... I don't know. Yeah, it's I mean, just not super, like, I'm not super excited about it. Yeah, I mean, I thought before we watched it, like, oh, this is probably going to be something that we'll watch just because there's a good cast. Mm-hmm. The premise sounded intriguing, although I don't know if the trailer was, like, great. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I see why, because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't, I won't continue to watch i don't think i don't think i'm going to either yeah especially yeah. like given the other like so we're recording two episodes mm-hmm. tonight and so like the other show that we watched i found much more interesting mm. so if like i had to pick between the two i absolutely will, will watch the other one okay all right well spoilers for that episode Although, who knows when we're releasing these? No one knows. Yeah, no one knows. You know, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that's I'm true. Just Literally, only one person knows. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> All right. Would you recommend it at least? I don't, I don't even know if I, I would. Listen, I don't think I would because I don't think it was a captivating pilot for people that yeah. don't know this story already. And if you've read the book, I don't know. Maybe you'll love it. But... You, I could also see people that love the book being like, what the fuck is this? Like, this isn't yeah. the feeling I got when I read the book. Yeah. Just just knowing how popular it is. Yeah. So I'm not sure I would recommend it. I don't think I would. Especially like, so a lot of my friends loved Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. I just felt the like. The book? The show. show. But I felt like that really did hook you from like the first episode. Like that, that yeah. pilot was great. So I don't know. I feel like anyone who like that I knew that watched that would be like, this seems dumb. I mean, you know, but we could be wrong. Maybe it's a fantastic show. And it's a bad pilot like happened with Mayor of Easttown. But I don't think this is Mayor of Easttown. No, I, so. I would venture a guess that this is not going to be Mayor of Easttown. 
This isn't door enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, just a function of all of these characters and having to introduce them to us and to each other. Like, nothing actually happened. Yeah, nothing happened. When it ended, I was like, wait, really? What the fuck? This is where they're they, going to end they it? They introduce all these characters and then Masha gives like some ominous delivery of something like but yeah that's right it just like fell flat like there was literally nothing that yeah i was like oh is that supposed to leave me with like some tense feeling because it didn't it didn't <laughs> all right worst pilot ever guys <laughs> scratch that one off your list yeah we're kind of i i wouldn't i don't think i'd recommend this yeah all right if you have suggestions on shows for us to watch you can email us at trybypilot at gmail.com you can find us on facebook instagram and twitter at trybypilot and go on to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, subscribe to the show, leave a review, and tell a friend. And thank you to the Beats for providing our theme music. Thanks, Beats. Bye-bye. Bye. Watching television, watching television. Watching television, watching television.